What's going on, guys? Your boy Elroy here, and welcome back to the Your Boy Elroy MMA podcast. I am your host, Josh Prep Egina. If it sounds a little different, I'm from a different setup here at Ox Fitness, and lucky enough to be joined by the owner, Josh Oxendine. Josh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. <laughs> I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, so it's been about a year since I've wanted to do this. I've known about you for a little over a year now. Yes, sir. Um, I've been in Charlotte, North Carolina for a year and like two days today, right. which is crazy to think about. And, uh, dude, you're you're crushing it. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good right now, man. So I can't complain. When I first heard about you, I think you, you had a 500 record, which we don't need to talk about. I want to talk about your 2021, yeah. what you were able to do going about 5-1, and one, right? Yes, sir. I went 5-1. and one, um yeah, it was, it was pretty nice, man. It was a good stretch. Um, I started out pretty rough, but it's not how you start. It's how you finish, right? Yeah, so in your in your career, do you think, you know, and personal life probably, was that like one of the best years of your life? You were able to open this beautiful facility, and I think you really moved forward. Yeah, it, it all started, man. It all started with that, just, you know, a dream, making a dream become a reality. So, um, you know, just just life, man, you know, put my put my life in perspective, and, and everything started to fall in place, and Man, it was it was a beautiful time. Yeah, so that's dope. So let's go back to the beginning. Um, where does this journey start? When it when it comes to fighting, how did your career start off? Um, so I started boxing at a young age. Um, so started boxing. Boxing was my first love. But um, yeah, man, joined the Marine Corps. Started doing some some wrestling and some jujitsu, learning about it, and uh, I started getting uh, intrigued about it. Man, started falling in love with it. Um, I left the boxing, um, won the Golden Gloves, left there and went to MMA full time. And, and you know, some injuries happened, um, started my pro career. So it, it didn't start off right. But, uh, yeah, we hit, a, we hit a groove. We hit a groove. Yeah, so when, when you switch from, like, MMA fighter to, you know, trainer and coach now, what brought on that love? Um, I always love to coach, man. I always love to coach. I said once I have kids, um, I was going to teach them what I know, just like my dad taught me. Um, so just um, having kids, really teaching them, seeing how they fell in love with it. I was like, man, I got a passion for this. So not just teach my kids. I can just teach anybody, man, anybody willing to learn, willing to grow, um, and wanting to soak up knowledge. Um, I've been doing it since I was 14, 27, so 13 years of my life I've been doing this sport. So so, uh, yeah, man, it's just seeing people fall in love with it just like I'm falling in love with it and uh, just continues to grow. Yeah, so I saw – I mean, I've spent – this is my third day here, and, and with with reason, you know, I wanted to see how you work. I, I didn't want to just come and interview a fighter. I right, wanted to right. interview the person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I've gotten to see multiple sides of you where it comes to your you worrying about your career versus you worrying about others' career to you worrying about – kids which right. is incredible i just sat in the kids class and and watched how how you and and my new friend over there maurice were able to help these kids and you know you look like you're having a good time where did uh that idea come from was it just like because you're extremely patient and having three girls yeah, i guess man. that that probably helps yeah it does it does so uh patience is a virtue man i, I learned that i learned that at a uh, young age but um uh, man just just having my three kids, man, they changed my life. My kids, uh, my wife, man, they completely changed my life. My wife's my background. Uh, I mean, my, my support, man, she's my backbone. So 
she really she really you know helped me a lot through that that patience man and um I just I love I love helping people man I really didn't have it as a young age someone to really reach out to me you know what I'm saying I can grab it to too so uh just be able to touch these kids every you know two days a week man just to be able to put that in their life man just to see how happy they are that makes me happy yeah there's a there's like a like a discipline aspect to it but the the beautiful thing is that you see how much yeah. fun those kids they are having it, man. man they, they love, love it. it as soon as at the end you're like all right let's play a game they lost their mind oh yeah it was, it, it was crazy it's so great to see having having my own kid and knowing how excited she gets for the little things i really respected that from you i appreciate that man a lot so now also i see how you know not just in fighting but you're trying to help people really change their life right in fitness i right. see just like the other day you had in the cage, you know, you're fighting with an amateur and then you had like just t- two guys, like regular blue collar guys yep. boxing right next to you guys. And you're treating everybody the same, you yeah. know, as far as. So how did that work when you started to try to integrate, you know, pro fighters or amateur fighters with just like your blue collar guys? Yeah, man, it, it's it, it was natural. Actually, it was kind of crazy because at first I didn't think it would work. You know, people training MMA. And then people just, like, wanting to get fit or learn how to box. But, man, we're a family here at Axe Fitness. Um, we're truly a family, man. Everybody loves everybody. Everybody knows everybody. Um, so once everybody gets in the cage, man, I got MMA fighters working with blue-collar people. You know what I'm saying? People that work a 9-to-5 job who, who just wants to get in shape. So, man, it's just it's amazing. I love the facility. I love my members. Um, I love everybody that walked through these doors, man. And um, like I said, one team, one dream. So we're a family. So, doesn't matter if if you work nine to five if you want just want to learn how to box or you just want to be a world champion, um, you come in here we all gonna work to, to achieve that goal together. Yeah, and more about this facility. Like I've passed this thing a million times, all during the day. I drove up here the other night with all the lights on, all the windows. This place really sticks out in the community. Have you seen? like a rise now that you know it gets dark a little earlier like have you seen a rise in membership just yeah. from that yeah man it's um when you when you drive by you don't really you know catch the whole the whole gist of it until you pull up in the front and and you really open these doors and walk in and you're like wow man this place is amazing it's 5600 square feet um we have everything to be successful you know 30 more tie bags a full um, MMA cage, man, we got, you know, squat racks, bent press, so, uh, we got everything you need to be successful in life, so, um, yeah, man, it's, it's a beautiful thing, God's blessed me. Yeah, amen, so, you bringing up God blessing you, obviously, I know you through church, amen. how does your faith play into your career? Um, just like my mouthpiece says, man, you know, faith, family fighting, um, once I lined that up, man, everything fell into place, um, you know, God always is, God's always first in my life, you know, church is very important to me, I grew up in the church, um, I'm a Christian, um, hard believer in Christ, um, always at the church. So um, that's how that's how I met you, you know, through your brother. So it's just, you know, God is truly everything. Without him, I wouldn't be here right now. So living the way I lived. Um, so, yeah, man, faith, family, fighting, I keep that aligned. Everything falls into place. I love it, Josh, and I think right now that's a perfect way to end it. You have a fight coming up on February yes, 18th, yes, so I'd love to get the word from you that after that fight, I'll be in this seat talking to you once again. Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Thank you so much, Josh. All right, for brother. This. I appreciate you. Uh, hold on. Before we leave, though, any sponsors or anything you want to yeah, shout out? Yeah, man. Um, you know, first of all, shout out. I got two main sponsors um, for this fight. So um, shout out to Brian Bruinson, um, First Choice Realty. 
um, in Pembroke, North Carolina. And then shout out Mr. George at Fairmont Pizza, um, my two main sponsors for my championship fight. Um, and it's amazing. It's going to be crazy, crazy, crazy. I sold $20,000 worth of tickets for this fight. So we got the crowd. We got the support. Um, my whole Lumbee tribe is going to be there. We're just going to show up, man, and show out and get this belt and uh, move to bigger, better things. I believe in you, buddy, and I'm, I'm, I believe in your vision here, so I'm excited to see more. I appreciate it, bro. Thank Thanks you. Thanks again. Yes, sir. Thank you once again to Josh Oxendine for allowing us into Oxfit for a few days. And, you know, I loved my experience there. I can't wait to be a member there and train with Josh and the team over there. Shout out to Coach Maurice. Uh, he has an amazing story, and I cannot wait to talk to him on this podcast very, very soon. Um, but it will not be the only time you will hear from the Ox, man. We will hear from him plenty more throughout the year, but this is only the first. I wanted to do an introduction. I wanted you guys to know who he was, and after the fight, I'll go back over there and I'll talk to him again. And uh, hopefully by then, I will be a full-time member of Oxfit because that facility is incredible. I cannot emphasize that enough. But thank you so much, Josh. Let's get into this week's YBE MMA with the news. <laughs> so yeah, even though there is a UFC event this weekend, the um the news cycle has been mighty slow. I can imagine it pick uh picking up next week with the Whitaker versus Adesanya fight. But until then, let's get into the news that we do have. Starting off with MMA veteran and uh, I want to say legend, but um, let's just say MMA veteran Paul Daly. After 19 years in the MMA space at 38, Paul Daly announced his retirement on Monday's MMA hour, um, citing that he's just tired. You know, he will have one more fight on May 13th in the UK, but after that, he will hang up his gloves. He says, quote, it will be my retirement fight. Um, after many years in the game, the hours on the road, hours in the gym, uh, the years have caught up with me, and now every morning I make up, wake up with a bad back, and I'm just tired. I've put a lot of time into the sport, and I'm in a position to retire, fortunately. So, yeah, I'm going to retire. I don't want to be one of those fighters who's getting knocked out all the time by the younger guys. I want to be a guy who goes out when I want to go out. Uh, Paul Daly, 43-18-2, isn't sure who he faced yet but noted that he has given a short list of potential opponents. Um, thank you to Sean Alshadi for writing that right up on MMA Fighting. Yeah, Paul Daly. Um, let's see, most memorable Paul Daly moments. I mean, obviously, the Nick Diaz fight, even in defeat, that fight was wild. Um, you know, that's like, all right, if you've never seen MMA, you have to see this fight. Or if you don't understand the hype on the Diaz brothers, let's take you back and watch this fight. Like, that's that's one of those moments. And, you know, Paul Daly held his own. Like I said, even though he lost, that was a slugfest and, like, one of the best fights of all time. Um, 
after that, obviously, one of his more recent fights, the uh, Saba Hamasi fight, was so much fun. Paul Daly comes out on top. Don't get me wrong. He's had some stinkers. He's the only person I knew who's had a bad fight with MVP, <laughs> Michael Venom Page. So um, besides that, you know, he's been a pretty action fighter guy. Unfortunately, he got uh, banned from the UFC after the Koscheck fight. But, um, you know, he he did end up making a pretty fun career for himself af- even after that. So congratulations, Paul Daly, on your retirement. Um, I hope that you do get to go out on top with a win uh, because you have been a very fun fighter. So so it's it's hard to say that you, you know, that you were a bad representation of MMA. I thought that you did very well. And like I said, you're a veteran of the game, so a lot of respect for you, man. Um, Congrats to Paul Daly once again. Obviously, last week I spoke about, you know, there not being a lot of big-time MMA. You know, I guess we had Bellator, uh, we had Eagle FC, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Obviously, one of the bigger cultural events that I brought up was WWE's Royal Rumble. Obviously, a big deal, part of the big four pay-per-views for the WWE. And one of the more fun concepts still at this time. You know what I mean? Like, it's very rare that you have a bad Royal Rumble. So, um, you know, what makes it so important to us here is that there was a lot of MMA involvement. There's been a lot of MMA involvement in pro wrestling period for the last few years, but especially recently, like this week, uh, obviously the Royal Rumble, which I'll talk about in a second, but last night, today being Thursday, yesterday being Wednesday, Dynamite, Paige Van Zant um, attacking Cody Rhodes' wife, Brandy. So, you know, it looks like she has... A bit of a home at AEW at the moment while Dan Lambert is still doing his thing there. But the big news was the Royal Rumble and the winners of the Royal Rumble. Both of them former UFC champions in Brock Lesnar and the return of Ronda Rousey. Now, Brock Lesnar obviously has had this like resurgence and and a newfound fandom for Brock because I remember when everybody was starting to get tired of him it was almost like uh, Brock's back like it got like that for years but I think him coming back with a fresh coat of paint um, obviously like new hair uh, he wasn't with Paul Heyman for a little bit so he got to talk which was kind of cool Um, I think that he has this, like, breath of fresh air for his career, and people actually enjoy watching him. And uh, he won the Men's Rumble, which he was pretty heavily favored to win. And uh, Ronda Rousey as well, coming back after a few years hiatus, you know, having a child while she was gone. She's a mother now, and um, unfortunately for her, you know, it wasn't the best return. I don't think she looked that great. Um, but I don't want to poo-poo all over her. I, I respect her for, you know, going out there. I just don't like how they portray her character. I hate that she has to strike. If the if the WWE people watched a fight of hers, you know, they would know that she wasn't this phenomenal striker. And it, uh, it kills me every time she throws these really rough strikes. They just don't 
look good at all. And especially, there's like an art form to the worked punch in wrestling. So for her to have to do that and not hurt people, it's just painful to watch. Um, And then on Monday, she had a really terrible promo. Very by the books, scripted, like... I'm talking like this style promo that I did not like. And unfortunately, it looks like they're going to go to the Charlotte match instead of the Becky match, which is the biggest match that the women can do right now. Aside from like Becky and, you know, Sasha as far as like in ring match. So round is back. (laughs) I guess uh, that's. We'll see. We'll we'll keep track of what she does from now on. But as far as news, that's it for the week. Let's get into some fight announcements. So last week we left off with Neil Magny versus Max Griffin. Uh, this week we lead off with Uriah Hall versus Andre Muniz. Nikita Krylov versus Paul Craig. Misha Serkinov will now face Wellington Terman. Kay Hansen versus Pierre Rodriguez. That is so unfortunate. I root for Kay Hansen. I think that she's such a good prospect. But she's going against one of the toughest girls I've ever seen on the Contender Series. I cannot wait to see this. This is April 9th at UFC 273. Mark G. Casey versus Vyroslav Borishev. That was a quick turnaround for him. This That fight is slated for March. Uh, the veterans go at it. Donald Cerrone versus Joe Lozon on April 30th. Josh Kulabau out. Damon Jackson will now face Kumela Kirk. Luis Saldana versus Bruno Souza. Ed Herman out. William Knight steps in to face Maxime Grisham. Chase Hooper versus Felipe Corrales. Frank Camacho versus Manuel Torres. Gabriel Benitez versus David Onama. I can't wait to see David Onama again. He's really fun to watch. That is February 19th, the weekend of my birthday. Anthony Fluffy Hernandez versus Albert Durayev. Blagoy Ivanov versus Marcus Rogerio de Lima. Phil Hawes out. Brendan Allen steps in to face Sam Alvey. That fight is at light heavyweight. For uh, this weekend. Holly Holm versus Ketlin Vieira. Is a main event targeted for May 21st. Alexander Gustafson returns versus Ben Rothwell. Clayton Rodriguez versus CJ Vergara. Dwight Grant versus Sergey Kondoskva. Kondovsko? <laughs> That's a rough name to read. Jamal Emmers versus Daniel Pineda. Melsic Bagdasarian versus TJ Laramie. That should be a phenomenal fight. Mike Davis versus RIP Jai Herbert. Nikolai Negamarianu will now face Kennedy and Dechiku. And that's it for this week's fight announcements. Shout out to UFC News Alerts on Instagram. That's where we get all our fight announcements. They are on it, and I'm so thankful. Thanks again. We didn't have a UFC last week, but let's go over some of the more notable outcomes from Eagle FC 44 
and Bellator 273, Sergey Karatonov defeating Tyrone Spong by TKO in the second round. Rashad Evans is back in the win column, uh, returning from a few years hiatus. Uh, Ray Borg got a W as well. Um, Jorgen DeCastro, you know, it wasn't the most star-studded lineup for their debut in the U.S. And uh, I actually didn't enjoy it very much. I didn't like the commentary at all. Um, And like I said, the fights weren't great. As far as Bellator 273, Ryan Bader um, retained his heavyweight title against Valentin Modovsky by unanimous decision. Benson Henderson fights out his Bellator contract with a decision victory over Islam Mamadov. Henry Corrales defeated Aiden Lee by decision. Um, Saba Hamasi submitted Jaleel Willis by arm triangle in the first round. Enrique Barzola defeated Darian Caldwell by TKO. Chris Gonzalez got a win over Sadawad. Dalton Rosta uh, continues his undefeated streak against Dwayne Johnson. Not The Rock. <laughs> and uh, Lucas Brennan defeated Ben Lugo by assassin choke. That was a lot of fun to watch. And uh, unfortunately, the big tuna... Uh, got whooped on by Sullivan Cauley by TKO in the first round. So that was Bellator. I watched uh, the first two fights live, and then everything else I watched on on demand because it just wasn't calling my name. I wanted to see Big Tuna, and then uh, it was cool to see Lucas Brennan because obviously he's a he's a really good prospect. So I enjoyed it. That leaves us with this weekend's event, live from the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is UFC Fight Night. Jack Hermanson versus Sean Strickland. Uh, Sean Strickland is nuts. The fight week has been extremely interesting, as usual. But uh, let's go over this card, because it's actually a pretty, pretty fun card. A lot of fights that uh, have been held off for a while that are going to happen and um some some pretty underrated fights on this card and fighters Malcolm Gordon starts off the night against Denise Bondar Jason Witt takes on Philip Rowe Delino Marquez really fun light heavyweight uh takes on Jalton Jalton <laughs> Almeida that's at 205. Alexis Davis continues her career, which is crazy. 20 and 11. She's been in the UFC forever. She takes on Julia Stolyarenko. Uh, Chidi and Jekawani is finally, I believe, making his UFC debut. Because I remember his last fight was the Contender Series. Yes. He's... Uh, Finally in the UFC, he's taken on Mark andre Berriot. Hakeem Dawadu, all action. Hakeem Dawadu takes on Mike Trezano. Miles Johns, the big version of Mighty Mouse, <laughs> is back. He's taken on John Castaneda. That should actually be a really fun fight at 135. I'm curious to see what the UFC does with Miles Johns. He's 12-1. and one. Uh... 
he's beaten the likes of, you know, at least not in the UFC, but he's beaten Adrian Yanez. Um, in the UFC, he has beaten Cole Smith, Kevin Natividad. He beat Anderson Dos Santos in his last fight. So uh, let's see. If he gets a win here, I think he deserves a big bump in competition. Julian Arosa takes on Steven Peterson. Uh, Charlotte's own Brian Battle. I can't wait. I'm pretty sure I'm going to see him pretty soon, and I'm really excited for it. Really nice guy online. Always cordial, and I hear he's that nice in person as well. But he finally takes on Treshawn Gore. Treshawn Gore making his UFC debut after unfortunately getting hurt and not being able to fight in the finale. And giving way to Brian Battle to defeat um, Gilbert Urbina. I'm sorry. In the finals. Brian Battle looks great, man. Like, if you see his uh, his pictures from this fight week, he looks great. Sal Ma- uh, we talked about this earlier. Sam Alvey taking on Brendan Allen. Uh, and a fire card. One of our favorite prospects, Shavkat Rachmanov taking on Carlston Harris. And in the co-main event, the all-action, Punahaley Soriano taking on the Diaz brothers' uh, protege, Nick Maximov. And the main event at 185. Big implications for this fight at 185. Jack Hermanson takes on Sean Strickland. This fight is, I believe... Jack Hermanson's third main event, and this is Sean Strickland's second main event, second in a row at least that I can think of. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. You know, 185, obviously one of my favorite divisions. Um, Izzy Israel Adesanya, obviously one of my favorite fighters at the moment. And uh, you know, the better the these guys are, the better it is for the division. So. I hope these guys go out there and crush it. Obviously, Sean Strickland, always moving forward, always talking, uh, never, never gives up, always moving. And Jack Hermanson, phenomenal grappling, um, just really tough on the feet as well. Uh, I'm excited to see what Jack Hermanson is able to do against someone like Sean Strickland. Unfortunately for Jack Hermanson, uh, if he can't pull off this victory, I think a road to the title is is far ways away. Unfortunately for him, because he had had he's had some pretty big shots, you know, and he's fought everybody. He's fought everybody in the division, and in some key spots, he's kind of come up short. So if he comes up short once again here. It's kind of tough to justify him fighting for the title anytime soon. So we'll see what happens. Uh, striker versus grappler. Both these guys lost their last grappling matchups. You know, Hamzat Shemaev tossed around Jack Hermanson for a while. And Sean Strickland got submitted in the uh, first round <laughs> on submission underground in December. So. That's the UFC Fight Night card. Um, 
all roads leading up to the next UFC pay-per-view, UFC 272. I cannot wait. Obviously, I'm really excited to see Izzy return, and he's taking on Robert Whitaker, which is a phenomenal matchup. I can't believe the hate that has come up about Izzy recently. I just don't understand it. I think he is one of the biggest stars in the UFC. I think his star is only going to get brighter once he fights once again because people are going to remember and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, next week's show might be um, recorded a little earlier. Uh, I might have to go to my old hometown of Philadelphia. So if anybody's out there, give me a call. I'll be around. But once again, thank you so much to Josh Oxendine and Oxfit for joining us on the podcast this week. I know it was supposed to go up on Monday. Like I said, I had a few things going on, so I'm glad to get it out this Friday and tack it on to the beginning of the episode. Thank you so much. This has been this week's YBE MMA. I am Josh Prepigina. You can find me on all forms of social media, Elroy Prepson, one word. You can find the show on Instagram at YBE MMA Podcast, as well as Teespring, teespring.com slash stores slash YBE MMA podcast. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. I love you, mom. Enjoy the fights this weekend, and we'll see you next week.